the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is me. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. So this is the sixth in the series of the chakras. In a non-fufu way. In a non-fufu way. So it's more than a feeling, because that's journey. Is it journey? No, no, Boston. no. Boston. More than a feeling, because that's all about third eye. It's more than just a feeling. Absolutely. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back, and I'm looking at a unicorn. Uh, <laughs> More than a feeling. Yep. yep. So addictive wellness is uh, going to be brought up a couple times in this uh, podcast because we're going to be talking about them a couple times because this is about the third eye. And the third eye is all about about perception perception so first more than a feeling uh, is boston another great 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 band from the 80s uh i don't know if you all noticed that most of our songs are 80s 70s and some 90s but that's good right yeah we like old music because we're old but we like (laughs) old music (laughs) so Today is about unicorns and because that's what the third eye is about, right? Yes. Unicorns. That's where the horn sticks exactly. out. The unicorn. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so tell me, what is the name of the third eye? The incense. More than a feeling. <laughs> I love that song. The third eye in Sanskrit is called the Agnya chakra agnia yes think a j n a agnia that's the english transliteration agnia but exactly like you said it's with a long a the first a is long it's agnia what does agnia mean versus agnia (laughs) agnia agnia means uh, Perception, command, order, having an order in your perception, being in command of your perception. And what does agnia mean? Agnia with a short A means ignorance. Wow. It's very, yeah, it's, it's amazing how phonetic the Sanskrit language is. But... I digress. Besides that, the third eye is actually uh, explained as the place in between your eyebrows. Uh Uh, Bring your attention there, close your eyes, focus there, and you will become enlightened. I've been doing that for a while. (laughs) It hasn't. (laughs) How has that worked for you? Not very well. Om diddy om diddy om diddy om. And it is, uh, that is actually so misleading. That is such a yogic conspiracy. The third eye is actually in the center of our brain, relatively speaking, in the center of our brain. And it is our thalamus 
our thalamus is a real structure. You know, you can cut somebody open and find their thalamus. Can we do that this <laughs> afternoon? I, and um, and science it keeps showing how the thalamus is associated with our consciousness. I mean, scientists refer to the thalamus as our consciousness. And here you have the random commodity yoga saying, oh, just find the spot in between your eyebrows and focus there and don't worry about anything. That's You'll what become I enlightened. And it is so interesting <laughs> because the thalamus is actually a symmetrical uh, structure of uh, two parts. And uh, the representation of the third chakra is actually with two petals. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it now. It's, it's very, very interesting. And uh, thalamus in Greek means... Of course, it has to be a Greek word. <laughs> ...means inner chamber. And our consciousness is our inner chamber. Real quick, what the thalamus does is it actually regulates our perception. The thalamus is a relay station. So it's more than a feeling. It's way more than a feeling. It's a relay station where all sensory information and, uh, goes to, to be distributed in the different parts of our brain. Sensory information means what our senses tell us, uh, all except the olfactory, the smell. Ah, that's a different story. But all the other information goes through there, and also motor signals go through there. And the thalamus is actually in between our midbrain and our cerebral cortex. And if you look up thalamus, you are actually going to see where it is. And we'll put a picture. We'll put a picture in the notes because it is really interesting mm -hmm. where our thalamus, our third eye, is. It's, yeah. it, it's brilliant. It is actually the way we perceive the world. Now, question. In a lot of the other places, they say that the third eye is not the thalamus. It's the... They, they say they, some say the pineal gland, some say the pituitary gland, and they re, oh, they say one is the third eye and the other is the crown chakra. Okay. Actually. Yeah. So, but uh, science is proving that that's the thalamus. The is. thalamus is where the center of our consciousness actually is, and uh, they even find uh, Egyptian. Uh, uh, descriptions, e Egyptian images mm -hmm. that refer like yep. to the thalamus. Exactly. Very, very nice. It, it's, um, it's amazing because our third eye is the way we perceive the world. And the way we perceive the world is through our senses. Mm -hmm. And the relay station for our sensory input is the thalamus. And the senses, now I'm going to go into Ganesha a little bit. Because yes. Ganesha is the god of candy, chocolate, which <laughs> I sort of love that aspect. Uh, and he is about his senses, right? Yes. Because the the, the rat is Mashuka? Mushika. Mushika. 
Uh, and Mashika needs to constantly eat. Mm-hmm. And Ganesha feeds him, but he doesn't feed him all of the food. And uh, there's stories about Mashika being your senses, and Ganesha feeds them, but he doesn't let the rat overtake all the senses. Does exactly. That right? Yes. So, yes. so you wanna you wanna feed your senses. Yes. You want to enjoy honor life, senses. honor your senses, but yet you don't want to overindulge Indulge. them. So it's it's not like okay, uh, the meaning of life is. Ananda, uh, it, and that came from Joe Campbell, Joseph Campbell. Yes. Talks about people aren't looking for so much the meaning of life as the experience of life. But he also said that people aren't looking to overindulge. That, that's a completely different thing. And I know you just started a course, and we're almost finished with it, and maybe by the time this is up, it'll be out, is on the... Go I, ahead, say it. Ayurvedic Somalia. I think yes. that's an awesome, awesome concept because you're you're giving them the Ayurvedic look at foods that you can take to because the sommelier is <laughs> sommelier <laughs> is a, is a person that talks a lot about the wine and people think about a sommelier as only being wines, but in reality, it you can bring in the Ayurvedic world you can bring it to wines you can bring it to scotch you can bring it to a whiskey you can bring it to chocolate, chocolate. you can bring it to garlic, garlic. you can bring it to <laughs> all cheese, cheese. anything salt. yes salt anything cigars anything and bring in the flavors and the taste the knowledge the background so Ayurveda doesn't say let me get this correct doesn't say you can't do certain things it actually tells you that you want to enjoy all your senses. And that's why we're here on Earth. Yes, it's the way you are doing what you are doing. Yes, you don't, it's not about transcending the human body. It's about experiencing the human body. And I also want to go into, and that's why the Greek gods... Yes. And I think in the Upanishads, they talk about it also, is the gods and the demons were jealous of us. And actually, even the angels were jealous of us because we get to have death. Yes. So we can appreciate every moment where they can't because they constantly live. So us as humans get to appreciate everything and that's why we should appreciate. And I'm not saying go out there and do stupid things. I'm saying, though, but you should be able to enjoy certain things. And I know that we're doing a YouTube shortly on uh, why fasting helps you to enjoy a lot of things. So if you don't watch us on YouTube, you're missing out on a lot of things that we talk about here. But in a visual way, you get to see me. <laughs> so... So that's all about the third eye, right? Absolutely. It's all about our perception. Because the more we honor our senses, the happier our senses will be, the more clean they will be, and the clearer our perception will be. For the sense of taste, for example, 
some people don't even know what the real sweet taste is like. M&M's. <laughs> because they, <laughs> all they know is the processed sweet taste. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's all. So their perception of the sweet taste is not real. And that's where the whole concept of perceived reality versus reality comes in. Very nice. Now, thinking that you are seeing something, but in reality it is something else. Excellent. So we'll be right back to talk about, talk about, no, it's, it's not a different one, not talk feel. about more than a feeling. <laughs> Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. More than a feeling. I could never sing the whole song. <laughs> Anyways, we're back and we're talking about the third eye, the Agnia. Agnia. And this is when we're looking at it, because we talked a little bit about a, the car aspect in the last episode. What would this be as far as the car aspect if you're trying to break this down into a simple way to talk to people like me <laughs> well it's about uh, it it's about the sensory input right our perception that is determined by the sensory input is is what we put into the car like um the gas the air in the tires the oil what what do you feed your car? How do you take care of okay. it? That's so clean it or dirty. Exactly. So I guess I it, should wash the truck, huh? <laughs> it's uh, because the, our sensory input, what we bring into our mind, what we give to the thalamus in particular, mm -hmm. uh, determines our perception. I remember Lard Hamilton always used to say, uh, big big way surfer he said always treat your body like a truck <laughs> yes because <laughs> it'll take you everywhere if you treat it like a porsche and you put bad fuel in it uh then it doesn't go anywhere yes. so if you treat it more like a truck you can put bad fuel and it still will get you where you're going because a truck will always keep moving exactly you wanna and that and that goes into we wanna experience everything in a particular way you wanna by saying you are gonna treat your body like a truck right you wanna you you don't wanna be all that gentle with it you wanna have it you wanna get some scars exactly 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 you don't so, want to botox it exactly so and that's why i like to say that we were put on this earth, we came to this earth from the spirit world in, in order to experience sensible vices. Mm. And yeah. there is a lot of um, 
sensible vices. Background yep. into the sensible vices. And there's a lot of sensible vices. <laughs> and there is a lot of sensible <laughs> vices. So I want to start back to addictive wellness because I'm still looking at the unicorn. Uh, <laughs> and so food, food for your third eye. Food for your third eye. Okay. It's, um, there is a lot of science behind it. I'm going to start with it. <laughs> and uh, we can also put some links into it. It's about um, uh, nootropics. Nootropics is a Greek word. No of course, I know you know <laughs> enough. I know you enough to know it is. Uh, nootropics is a Greek word. And uh, we've uh, actually, we did, a, I think, a podcast early on on nootropics. And uh, it means that which bends your mind coming from noose, the mind, mm -hmm. and tropos, to bend. That which bends your mind. And um, in Ayurveda, the nootropics are called media rasayana. They are the media rasayana. They are the herbs that rejuvenate your mind. So I like don't... Like Brahmi. Like Brahmi, Jadamamsi, Gotukola, uh, Yashtimadu, uh, Tulsi. I just like saying the words, <laughs> Yashtamadu. <laughs> and uh, Shankapushpi. <laughs> <laughs> and all those. Um, caffeine. Caffeine is considered an nootropic. Mm -hmm. uh, butter. Butter. <laughs> butter is an nootropic. Uh, uh, the, the stuff from Bulletproof. What's the MCT? Uh, MCT oil yep. and brain octane. Uh, Microdosing in nicotine is mm -hmm. even. Uh, I might sometimes macrodose with in, a good um, cigar. No uh, is considered a nootropic. No. And uh, but also. Uh, you can do some different types of mushrooms. Exactly. Uh, not shrooms. Not We're not saying illegal mushrooms, and I'm not saying illegal LSD unless you're in UK, because I think they're doing studies in the UK with uh, uh, microdosing LSD and microdosing uh, uh, shrooms, uh, showing that it does yes. help the brain for certain things. And I think we're going to see that here in the States down the road, that some of these things are actually very, very helpful for certain people yes uh, what was it, timothy o'leary i'll have to remember that song uh timothy o'leary was the guy who started looking at lsd a lot yes. but that's a whole nother podcast yes but addictive wellness sells uh different types of uh mushrooms and herbs and stuff like that right yes that's good for the brain absolutely absolutely yeah no, none of the extreme yep. stuff not in an uncontrolled environment. Yes. So that's the, you, you want to look at stuff that is specific for your brain, specific for your mind. And we are very fortunate in today's world to have access to a lot of, uh, of things that can actually be helpful for our mind. Cacao. I forgot about that. Yeah, cacao. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that's why also the name for cacao is Theobroma, which is another Greek word. Of course. Which means the food of the gods. So that's in terms of the... But, uh, but like you said, back to the butter, putting enough fat in our brain to begin with is going to make a huge difference. And that's what we are missing in today's world and that's why there are so many nervous system disorders 
our brain doesn't have enough fat. Good fat. Good fat. Good fat. So you can be doing all sorts of nootropics that you want, but if you do not put enough good fat mm-hmm. in your diet, in your brain, you, you are not getting anywhere. Mm. And, and that's the foundation, the good fat. Is, uh, is probably the most important nootropic, mm-hmm. I would I say. I think coffee is. <laughs> well, coffee with butter in it. <laughs> okay. So, exercise? Exercise is um, when you exercise, no matter what you do, you're going to be focusing on what you're doing. So, any sort of exercise is good for our brain. A- any, any sort of... Uh, physical activity, but to make, to actually get to the next step is, has to be done with awareness. And that's where the whole concept of uh, uh, Spartan yoga comes Mm -hmm. in. It's, you have the intensity of the physical activity, but it's done in a way that keeps your awareness there and keeps your breath regulated. Mm -hmm. You have to do it with proper breath and awareness in order to be able to get into the state of flow. Yes, and uh, the state of flow, that whole concept comes from, and I want to jump back to the pituitary gland? The thalamus. The thalamus. The thalamus. is that active during the flow or is is that an area that gets turned off okay that's the the prefrontal cortex okay the prefrontal cortex and that part is uh it needs to be turned off or at least become a lot less active than normal so yes your thalamus is still there Mm -hmm. because that's not part of the prefrontal cortex but you are at a point that you don't have random sensory input uh, making your prefrontal cortex uh, go crazy. Okay. okay. Yes. Good. good, good, good. Now, what's the binga mantra? <laughs> the bija mantra is ksham. Sham? Ksham. It's K-S-H-U-M. Okay. So, Ksham is the Bija mantra for it. So, you have Lam, Vam, Ram, Yam, Ham of the throat and Ksham for the third eye. Okay. Which is very interesting how you it becomes more and more and more focused. Excellent. Now, one of my favorites, what crystals? What crystals? Well, the color... Uh, of the third eye is uh, purple and think amethyst sweet I that like is the perfect amethyst. oh i should shade. play deep purple <laughs> that is the perfect shade we're gonna listen to deep purple after the song after this yes of uh, for the color of the third eye and amethyst <laughs> is a greek word of course it is <laughs> and uh means uh, who who's not drunk to uh, methysmenos or methysi means drunkenness uh-huh. and amethyst 
is the person who's not drunk. Well, it's deeper than that. It's the person who's not disillusioned. Very nice. The person who doesn't have a fully false perception. Our perception it is false quite often, mm -hmm. right? But who's maybe yours? <laughs> who's not always disillusioned? Amethyst and that crystal. That's why amethyst has been used uh, forever uh -huh. uh, as a very, very powerful crystal uh, because of that concept of helping you see more clearly. So Dionysus probably doesn't like amethyst, huh? I, I think Dionysus was microdosing <laughs> in alcohol. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, actually his perception was uh, more clear than and Dionysus is the god of wine. The god of wine, yes, yes that's what yep. Dionysus is the god of wine. And we actually were in one of his caves where they, they honored yes. him. Mm -hmm. uh, and in uh, what island? Icaria. Icaria. And the cave is almost purple, reddish, and stuff with with from I think from wine. It wasn't the rock was. It looked like it had been dyed, almost from all the wine that spilt in there. Yes. <laughs> so so yes. So amethyst is, and so purple. Uh, what is the planet? Moon. Ah. It's all about the moon. The moon is associated with our mind mm -hmm. and the moon is unstable. Uh -huh. right? The moon is moody. <laughs> the moon is fickle and that's what our mind has the tendency to be doing a lot. Yes. Uh, when our perce perception is not as clear as it should be. Our mind becomes moody, our mind becomes changeable, uh, fickle. And, but when our mind is focused and stable, then we can do wonders. We can create almost anything, exactly. if not anything. Exactly. Okay, so moon, which would mean Monday. Which would, be, which would mean Monday. And if you think about it, the whole concept of the Monday blues, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, it's, it has to do a lot with our mind. mind. So Monday is, is a good day to actually be more quiet, listen more, mm -hmm. uh, help your throat chakra in order to help your third eye see more clearly. Very cool. Got anything else? Um, I like to, when I talk about the third eye, I like to bring in the matrix. Okay. And uh, remember the whole scene taking the red pill or, or the, the blue, blue pill. pill. Do you want to see the reality or do you want to stay with your perceived reality? It's, it takes effort but it's up to you whether it is worth to you or not. Very nice. So I just want to add, before we say bye-bye, is that uh, we do have a PayPal uh, account. Uh, if you would like to 
if you enjoy listening to these and you want to hear more and you want our equipment to be better, uh, please donate. If you Even a dollar a podcast would be great. So I just wanted to add that. And now you can say nighty night. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.